0: Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck as the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally upon us, and now the glorious month of October has befallen us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records, and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. Hello? Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans. And a nice piano. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. creatures of the night and welcome back to the records podcast it is I Matt Johnson coming to you again with another episode of Halloween Horror that's right it is another daily episode of Halloween Horror as part of our annual show Halloween Horror that we do every October that's right as we approach Halloween everyone might like to watch a Halloween movie a scarier movie but you don't watch them all year round so you may not know of the ones you should see or what's new or some classics. So that's the whole point of Halloween Horror is we at the podcast watch these movies all year round. We talk about them all year round. So we give you a daily suggestion of a movie that might spark your interest you've never heard of or one you have seen and you've just forgotten about and you're like, that one I loved. I'm going to watch that again. So that's why we have Halloween Horror. I give you a movie suggestion each and every day as we move through October. 31 days in October, 31 suggestions. As a caveat, these are films that we've never recommended before in Halloween Horror, nor have we done a full-length episode on. So these are fresh, new takes for you to see. As well this year, I have been suggesting movies between 1990 and 2020. That's right, 30 years of horror, 31 movie suggestions. So you can kind of see how the genres evolved over the years, uh, what were people liking at what time. And so that's kind of interesting as well, because it definitely did change over the past 30 years. I've been recommending these movies in chronological order, meaning in um, on October 1st, so the first day of the month, I gave you a film from 1990, October 2nd, I gave you a film from 1991, and so on and so forth until we're going to reach Halloween here, and I'll give you a film from 2020, something that just came out this year that you probably haven't heard of, hopefully, and maybe you'll go check out see a fresh new movie from 2020, um, so yes. That is Halloween Horror. Where does that leave us today? Where are we at on Tuesday, October 27th for my 27th movie suggestion? That's going to put us right dab in the middle of 2016. That's right. Four years ago, 2016, the movie I'm selecting is Lights Out. Lights Out is a 2016 American supernatural horror film directed by David F. Sandberg in his directorial debut, produced by Lawrence Gray, Jin, James Wan who I'm sure you're familiar with James Wan, if you like the horror genre, or if you have been listening to this podcast at all, James Wan had his hands all over the Saw series, Dead Silence, which I recommended, uh, The Conjuring, and several others. Uh, Insidious, as well, which I've recommended. And those are more recent horror movies. James Wan has his hands on a lot of things. Nonetheless, this film stars Teresa Palmer, Gabriel Bateman, Billy Burke, and Maria Bello. It is based on... Sandberg's 2013 short film of the same name and features, uh, sorry if I butcher this, Lada Loston, who starred in the short. And I really do recommend you watch that short uh, because it's great. And I I watched it first actually before seeing this movie. So I was really intrigued to go see this movie, seeing that it was also going to be directed by David Sandberg. Uh, To give you a gist, just really quick, of the short, which will give you an idea of the movie, Uh, the short is basically there's a person um, as they're walking out of a room. I think it's a bedroom, maybe it was a laundry room, I can't really remember the short entirely, but you know, you're know, you alone, you're leaving a room, so you, you hit the switch to turn off the lights. And when you do that, this character, they see the silhouette of a person, a woman, at the very end of the hall. And they're kind of confused, so they turn the lights back on and they don't see anything. Turn the lights back off, bam, the person's right there in front of you, or at least a little closer. And that's that, that kind of scary element that we can all relate to, um, if you will. Of You know being afraid of the dark and when you turn the light off is that someone down the hall you turn it back on Oh, no one's there But you turn it off and the figure is right there in front of you or it's right over your shoulder Um, So I think a lot of people can prey on that fear. So the short worked really well The thing is how is it gonna work? It's a full-length film Um, Honestly, I was pleasantly surprised um, the film actually received a lot of positive reviews not just from audience members but from the critics for its overall direction, screenplay acting, the acting I thought was great from everyone involved and the photography and musical score um, the photography, the filming I thought was really well because you know this is a, a film short that's kind of relies on a gimmick of turning the lights on and off it's almost, almost to the level of like a jump scare but they kept finding new ways to incorporate the character um in this movie without just using the same old you know jump scare of turning the lights off it's one person but you know um elevating it or evolving it into different scenarios where the lights would go out or finding other ways to uh bring light into a room and and so it it worked very well and it it almost um even more so could be considered a drama i mean i know it's a horror and it's a supernatural horror but the characters are well developed it's it is a good screenplay And I was pleasantly surprised for that. Knowing this was coming off of a short, I thought it was just gonna be a cash grab from Blumhouse and Juan to really, you know, get some money off of this little short film that people liked and use this gimmick and these these jump scares to just bring people in and make our money back. It has that, but I think it was better than that. I think it uh, holds up as a film in general and I would really recommend going to see Lights Out. Uh, It had a $4.9 million budget and it had a, it grossed 148.9 million, so it was a huge success. Um, it made back its money. It was a critical success as well. And as of now, I don't believe uh, that there is a sequel in the works. 2016 was the last time that it was talked about, which is when it was released. But um, nothing so far has come of it. And I think that's that's good. <laughs> that that that's really. Uh, a good idea I don't know what you could really do with a sequel except really drag it out uh, I think it's good as what it is I thought the short film was enough but the full-length film um, was uh, pleasantly surprising and I think just leave it at that don't push your luck anymore with this film um, if you're looking to find it I know that it's on HBO if you have HBO you can stream it there you can run it on iTunes Vudu iTunes Voodoo, YouTube Google Play And I believe it's on Hulu. I believe it's part of Huluween. So check it out if it's on there. Um, It's definitely uh, an interesting one to check out. In terms of other horror films uh, that took place during this time, uh, Don't Knock Twice, Don't Breathe, which is another interesting one. Um, Lights Out plays on the gimmick, you know, of when you're in total darkness there's a person or an entity that's there following you and we're all afraid of that you know someone's over there in the dark you see that shadow lurking when you're like maybe in your bed at night but it's just your pile of clothes or it's your comfort or whatever it may be don't breathe came out at this time and if i'm um, sorry if i'm recollecting correctly this is one this was done by sam raimi oh sam raimi produced it okay yes so uh, three Detroit thieves who get their kicks by breaking into the houses of wealthy people. Um, they get word about a blind veteran who's won a major cash settlement following the death of his only child. Figuring he's an easy target, um, they go in and are then in for the fight of their lives. So it's like the lights out uses you know, the darkness that you're afraid of. Uh, this one really relies on sound. And it reminded me of Wait Until Dark, of the Audrey Hepburn movie. So that one's really relying on sound. Uh, to heighten your sense more than just your sight. So that came out in the same year. Raw came out in 2016. Raw is a movie we've done on this podcast about cannibalism. I still recommend it. I recommended it and defended it on the podcast. Uh, Pandemic. uh, Blair Witch came out. uh, Ouija sequel. The Forest. The Boy Split, which we just did on the podcast. Belko Experiment, which we've done on the podcast. The Void that we've done on the podcast. And The Conjuring 2. And I'll leave it at that. So we've done quite a, bu- quite a few films from 2016. And Train to Busan. I'll leave it at that. Sorry, 20- we also did Train to Busan in 2016. We must have really loved that year uh, when we were suggesting movies. But in pop culture news, what was going on outside of the horror genre? Uh, one thing that I can think of was uh, people mourning pop icons. I remember in early 2016, David Bowie passed away. And shortly after, Gene Wilder, Alan Rickman, Muhammad Ali, Leonard Cohen, Alan Thicke, George Michael, Carrie Fisher, and Prince. The quite a few huge pop culture icons passed away in 2016. Other things were um, Hamilton became a success. Uh, we know Hamilton is being a huge success now, but it was really started uh, in 2016. The Hulk Hogan and Peter Thiel uh, trial to take down Gawker Media. If you have not, heard about that story please look into it um, as well there's a I forget the documentary that's on Netflix but it, it specifically looks into uh, this case of basically a huge venture capitalist funding this celebrity to go to trial to bring down a media firm and bankrupt them uh, and this you know whole you know fake news media takedown um, basically just taking them to court to sue them over something you don't care about until you run them bankrupt uh, it's a really interesting case um, it's a really interesting documentary to check that out um, The all-female Ghostbusters movie debuted and Pokemon Go as well was a huge pop culture success that started uh, in 2016 and the Olympics were in Rio And I gotta throw this one in there before I end it Chicago Cubs won the World Series I'm a big Cubs fan uh, growing up in Illinois They finally won the World Series and broke the 108 year old curse so that happened in 2016. And with that, I will conclude the podcast for today. I will come back to you tomorrow with a suggestion from 2017, so please tune in then. But until next time, I am Matt Johnson and I will remain in the shadows. I'm going I'm just gonna bash your